Damn you, technology. Here we go. Okay, guys, who has heard of Terra Arma? Have you heard of Mission Volant? So on today's episode, I'll be featuring Christian Myers, who is the founder and CEO of Terra Arma, and he's also the president of Mission Volant. Okay, Christian is somebody who is an extraordinary. He's humble. He doesn't sound like he craves adrenaline, but let me just say he is no stranger to adrenaline. He's no stranger to the sky. He's an Air Force combat rescue special missions aviator who had three deployments and over 200, 200 rescues during those deployments. And one of the things we highlight on this episode is competition. We highlight a lot of the things related to his clothing company and the nonprofit Mission Volant, which is uh, basically it's recreational therapy for wounded warriors, but it's all based on sort of seeking adrenaline. It's adrenaline sport. But we get into competition. We talk a lot about competition with business, starting your own company, how you're using your competition. Are you using your competition wisely? Are you just being an asshole? It will really determine the success and the longevity of your brand, of your business, of your show, whatever the case may be. So we really dug deep into that towards the end of the segment. It was a really fun episode. Uh, we're going to be doing a tandem skydive together. Stick around for details in the episode on that. It's going to be a fun time. I'm looking forward to the relationship that I formed with Christian. He only lives about an hour and a half from me. So it's a very exciting episode. A lot of good information for our community. And just enjoy it. Sit back, relax, and share it with a veteran you know if it helps you, if, if it's giving you some sort of motivation to go out and seek some of these opportunities for yourself or for some of those that you might uh, notice, you know, are in a rut or just need to get out of the house and do something. You know, there's, there's so many wonderful organizations, nonprofits, what have you, that are out there, they're available, and that's what we want to do is promote them. So give Christian your ear, sit back, like I said, enjoy this episode. It was fun to record for you guys, and we'll see you at the end. This is the Veteran Growth Podcast, an audio experience designed to help you create a sustainable, wealthy, and healthy lifestyle after the military. For Army veteran and host Kyle Hartman, the goal is simple, never stop learning or growing. Whether you are recovering, transitioning, starting a business, or just want to grow mentally and spiritually, we have you covered. Together, this community can accomplish anything. We've already proven it. You can find more at www.veterangrowthpodcast.com. Please enjoy the show. We're going to start off, Christian. First, I want to thank you for coming on the show. But secondly, I want to get into Terra Arma, this company that you are spearheading this company that you created that is really a unique company so thank you like i said for coming on the show welcome and we're glad to have you here tell us a little bit about terra arma yeah thanks for having me i'm really excited to be here and uh seeing what we can do to to help all the veterans and, and those listening uh so terra arma is uh, a company that i founded and that i currently run we create luxurious hard use clothing is what we call it so uh, we have trademarks patented, or we have trademarks uh, filed for 
proprietary materials we use. I'm going to make a little shameless plug, like I'm wearing one of my shirts right now. Um, we use recycled materials and uh, all organic materials when, uh, when we have the ability to. So really where the idea started was, um, you know, I have 10 years, almost 10 years in the, in the Air Force wearing the, uh, the whole shirts that everyone gets issued, right? Yeah. And uh, there's never, never really been an option for like a comfortable undershirt. So I had the idea of, uh, I was a blue lemon shirt one time, I'm like, man, I should email these guys and let them know, like, if you made a tan tee or a sand tee, you guys would make a killing selling to the military. I'm like, you know, maybe they do that. I can probably figure out how to get a nice fabric, make a nice cut that's, you know, usable for the military. And that's really where the idea stemmed from. And the company's grown and evolved over the past six or so months. Uh, I've been working on it for well over a year, year and a half now, when I started developing in the FAF. And uh, uh, now it's really come to fruition. I'm selling to military units. I'm selling at the BX, things like that. So it's come a long way in a short time. Have you experienced any... So, I mean, I guess, let me ask you this really fast. So you said you have proprietary materials. Uh, when, when your idea first started, where was your first step? I mean, did you seek any sort of specific help that, that taught you that you needed to go and get those things trademarked? Or how was that process brought to you? It, were you all self-taught through this whole process? Uh, are you yeah. still sort of self-teaching and, and just going along with however it goes? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a, uh, I'm a huge proponent of research and really figuring things out for yourself. That's to not shy about asking people for help or, or talking to experts, but I, that's like how I legitimately started the, the company was I was buying a Lululemon shirt. I don't know if you know, it's like a, it's a nice yoga, yoga brand. They make really nice uh, materials and I really wanted to replicate that and put it. So I did hours and hours of research on what they use. And lo and behold, it's, uh, you know, it's proprietary materials that they don't necessarily let you know what's in them. So I had to do research into fabrics, the content and percentages, how they're woven, what they're made out of, and, uh, and how they're blended together. Without, so really give, what I did. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, um, without giving away too many of your secrets, I know you said like the, the, the shirts are, they're cotton, right? Or... They're a blend of cotton and things like that. So how did you go yeah. about finding, like, I guess it would be, is that like a cotton farm that you have to start? How does that work? Manufacturer, how? yeah. Yeah? So, so I, uh, obviously Los Angeles is a huge hub for fashion. So I reached out to a few textile manufacturers in Los Angeles area. I asked them, their, uh, you know, I, I used their expertise uh, ask them about different types of cotton, uh, different types of natural or recycled that I could use in a t-shirt that would be one, soft and smooth, but remain natural and also stretchy. So these shirts are very stretchy. They retain their shape really, really well. I hate dry fit shirts. I hate the Under Armour, you know, not, not, to, not to bag on a different company, um, but I hate that, that dry fit material. So I wanted something that was natural. So I reached out to manufacturers and asked them, Hey, what can I use to, you know, check these boxes to have a material that no one else is using? And that's where I ended up. Uh, they gave me tons of options um, and really the sky's the limit with what you want to pay for. So that's the thing. So I had them use multiple, I'm talking over a hundred different uh, uh, fabric con constructions based on different percentages and different uses or different uh, 
uh, yeah, percentages and uh, and construction. Um, so what they, I settled on, they knew what what to expect for somebody like you coming to them. Basically, I mean, they had everything ready to go. Yeah. Like, here's what we can do. Here's what you'll get. It's just kind of like, okay, I just you're the first clothing company on the show, and I know there's a million in one ways you can probably get clothing out there for sale and things like that. So, but one of the things I wanted to add, you were saying like not to knock the other companies and stuff like that. I I wouldn't say you're knocking other companies. I think you're knocking the, the, that dry fit material itself, because like for me, dry fit, I love wearing it because yes, it looks good. It fits right. But one of my biggest complaints with dry fit, and this is kind of a personal, like, I'm not scared to put it out there. Like I normally don't smell like I have BO normally ever right like it's just something i don't ever feel like i stink unless of course if you work out hard of course yes but if i wear a dry fit shirt like i could be wearing a dry fit shirt right after a shower i swear it causes me to stink i don't know what it is (laughs) just i can't wear dry fit for that reason so i was excited that you had something similar that's natural for for some of us you know stinkier men i guess but (laughs) (laughs) That's, you know, that's, that was one of my requirements when I was developing the shirt was something antimicrobial so you don't stink, you know. I'm developing these shirts to be made in each gym if you want, but these are to be made when you're, um, you know, you're on your third day of a mission and you, you don't have time to shower or middle of the desert sweating. I want something that's not going to stink and I'm not going to feel all the dirt and stuff on me. Yes. That's really what I designed it around. So that exact thing, which gets over to the gym as well. I was going to say too, uh, for people that aren't military or, you know, some sort of EMS or one of those related fields, one thing that you guys also heavily promote is like sort of adventure and camping. And, you know, if you guys mm-hmm. go hiking or backpacking, these are very good. So do you have things that are both warm and cold weather? Or I believe all your stuff is pretty much, it can handle both sort of climates right or how does that work with correct yeah so it's right now more folk layers so i have uh i have the t-shirts up for sale and they're great base layers really no matter what you're doing um a lot of my customers (laughs) they're uh primarily male i'd say i'm about 70 percent male and they they always send me emails i get i've had two or three emails like hey my wife took my shirt and she wears it to bed every day because it's Whereas, you know, he's like, ah, you know, I'm a police officer and I wear it, you know, three, three, four days a week and it's great for what I do. So it's, uh, it's, it's got a huge amount of uses and we are an outdoor clothing company. That's really, um, that's really where we focus on is outdoor clothing because that's, it's really all encompassing. You, you can use outdoor clothing for pretty much anything in the gym, hiking, backpacking, trekking. But we do offer regulation compliant colors for military, police, MS, that kind of thing. So yes, uh, they're they're great for uh, pretty much all weather use. You know, it it is what it is. It's a t-shirt still. Yeah. Um, it's not the end of anything, but it it does have a uh, a huge amount of uses, and it, it works great in many environments. That's exciting to hear. My, my, I guess it's exciting to think about because when you think about like military issued stuff, it, it just almost seems like it's so hard to compete with that industry just because it seems like the government takes on any good products or any, anything that happens that's good. They sort of grab it right away and, and call it their own or pay it off, you know, just so when you said that you're, you, you've gotten into the PX and things like that, for those who are not or for those who don't know what a PX is, that's like our 
Walmart on military bases, basically. Like that is our store yeah. to go to to get everything. Uh, so is there a big competition? Is there a lot of stuff that um, seems a little intimidating going into that space, knowing that, you know, all the other brands being sold are like government owned? Yeah, absolutely. Um, getting into retail that is, you know, military controlled, you know, it's APHES, the Army Air Force Exchange Service. They own all the base exchanges, PX, MCX, NEX, that kind of thing. Getting in with them, they directly profit from a lot of these really big name companies. When you're, whether you're talking about Under Armour or Sophie, if you're in the military and you, you say the word Sophie, everybody knows them. they have the little shorts and they make the, the undershirts that everybody wears. You know, they, they give a lot of money back to the military. They, they donate a lot to the direct AFIs and uh, USO. They, they donate a lot to the USO. So it's really counterintuitive <laughs> to try to attack these companies and really to, to go ahead with them um, because uh, it's beneficial for the military to continue providing them with contracts. Not to say, you know, I, I don't the ability to go head to head with them. That's, it's absolutely, it's an open market. Yeah. You know, the military and, uh, doesn't have an instant on, uh, on that kind of stuff. They have to, to leave it open. So if anyone's scared about going head to head with big companies, getting into retail space, especially when selling to the DOD or, or to the government as a whole, uh, you'll, you'll get your day. It just takes a little bit of extra work. And persistence, I'm sure. And, and, um, Fearlessness, definitely. I, I would. I always tell people if you're going into business and you're getting ready to compete in an open market and it scares the shit out of you, just watch that. What's that movie where the? It's based on the true story where the two guys just randomly started trafficking guns during the uh, war. Yeah. It, you know, it's just like they, they're driving through Baghdad, like doing all these crazy things, and it, it was like that. That really happened. Like kids really went out and did that. So they can go do that in the in the heat of you know, one of the biggest wars ever. I mean, I think that you can tap the water by going in and seeing what you can do against some of these bigger brands. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. You always have the power uh, at the end of the day. It is always your company. That's a lot of people worry so much about what could happen. What can happen is what you allow, you know? So sure. that's what we always have to remember. And get ready for a lot of no's. <laughs> yes. Get ready for a lot of no's up front. That's uh that's something that I had to learn uh, really quickly was not everybody wants what you have to sell. Mm -hmm. um, you really need to focus on finding your market. It's, it can be a really tough thing to do. And it is a tough thing to do. I mean, I, I don't have that on lock. I don't, I'm not a professional in marketing or some marketing guru. I have to figure it out just like everybody else. But taking the time and persistence to do that is, is what it really comes down to. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. Has, has the market shown you anything you haven't expected yet? So, I mean, coming into it, you have an idea of what your market's supposed to be or what you want it to be. You have a target market naturally. Yeah. And, uh, you ought to, like, in business, you often hear, like, sometimes the market threw, like, a curveball at you, but it worked, and you took it, and then it, it changed your business. Has that happened yet or not yet? I mean, I know you're, you're a young business, but I'm sure yeah. some things. <laughs> yeah, so um, when you talk about uh, your you're more obviously talking about like a demographic, right? So mostly my demographic um, on the military side um, is primarily male, uh, younger active males is primarily the target. 
Whereas in the outdoor side, it can really be anyone, but it, you know, we'll focus on the military side. So uh, my e-commerce with uh, the military side is, is definitely, I, I meet my demographic, but when I do in-person sales, so I have a contract um, with the, the Air Force. So I do sales like at the, the base exchange, like Travis Air Force Base. That's the closest one to me. So I go there some weekends or I'll go there for a week and they let me set up a shop where I do a lot of my sales. And my demographic is completely swapped. It's absolutely hilarious to me when you break it down by, you know, age or race or, or whatever, break it down by, you know, it's, it's, it's not, not, a, not, a, um, you know, categorize anybody, but that's really how you end up targeting your, your, your market. Primarily when I do face-to-face -face sales, um, my, my main demographic is above 50 and overweight. Like I'm selling double X's. It's really funny. Because that's not that's not my target market um, on e-commerce sales. That's not who you're really selling to um, when you're uh, aiming at a military age male uh, who's very active. So it's really funny to see the spread. And they, I'm, I have returned customers uh, three and four times in that in that. So it's really funny. It's something I never expected, but that's just the way it turns out sometimes. You know, comfortable is comfortable, my friend. And, yeah. you know, you don't always have to be active to want comfort. Um, you know, I actually, it's funny because I go to bed, I can't wear like a shirt to bed. I just, it bothers me. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure there's some people that probably found your shirt. And like you were saying, there's people that probably now they wear your shirts to bed or something. So it's just like, just because that material is proprietary, it is special, it is different. So, mm -hmm. and a lot of people that I have, uh, I know you mentioned Lululemon, that was a lot of like, where you got your first sort of ideas or inspiration. Um, but one thing I've always heard about them, I've never bought Lululemon for myself, but everybody that has, I know they, the, just the word of mouth on the, the, just the, the way the stuff works for them and just the comfort and how much they, you know, are going to be invested in that brand for a very long time, just for what it's doing for them. So it's, that's why I asked, you know, yeah, it definitely wouldn't surprise me to see, uh, you, you're going to have to get creative uh, over time once you can expand your horizons and, and launch a couple more products. So definitely going to have to start creating something for like the, maybe one for the common couch potato and then create yeah. one for the, the girlfriend that stays over, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something creative. Okay. Just I'm to trying keep... to make the, the, the jack of all trades. Yep. Really. Exactly. On your products, uh, if we can expand to that. So yeah. uh, right now I'm, uh, I am uh, going to be launching under pretty soon i'm focusing on obviously still active use uh male it's like a boxer boxer brief cut and then female just uh regular regular active use underwear again proprietary materials to us so i'm using a an offshoot of our our shirt material so it's uh beach tree modal infused with uh spandex and silver so it goes through a silver bath just like our shirts so they're antimicrobial so it won't stink you can wear your your underwear three or four days a week <laughs> if you're out yeah. hiking or whatever you're doing and it's going to have some uh some uh, cool features on on it as well so i'm really trying to make some changes uh disrupt the market a little bit you know there's that's that's exciting to hear and and for a lot of people who have never if, if you're listening to this and you've never been in the military this is big for somebody like myself who's been in the military knowing what it's like to go and be in the field you know, when, when we go to deployment prep, that's 30 days. If you're deployed, you'll go weeks, you know, I mean, it can be a very long time yeah. before you see any sort of water. So 
like wet wipes i know are like the biggest way to to bathe yourself basically when you're combat shower yeah exactly combat shower but then you got to think the idea of now okay if you have some sort of material that will effectively help in those areas i mean it's not like a you're not treating the underwear to be like some sexy stylish you know garment it's it's literally going to help you guys who are being very active and mm -hmm. be sweating and things like that absolutely health is wealth my friend <laughs> absolutely i could not agree more so we're gonna take a quick turn on the show we're gonna flip flop from tara arma you guys definitely need to check that out you can go to www.terraarma.com correct Okay, and that is T-E-R-R-A-A-R-M-A. -A -A. You will see links posted with this episode. Make sure to just at least go check the website out. And if you guys aren't active, if you guys don't want the clothes, share it with somebody who might that you see who's out always climbing mountains and, and, and doing crazy things, uh, sweating a lot. Really appreciate if, it. <laughs> if somebody stinks, send them the link. <laughs> okay. If it stinks, send them the link. Yeah, that's, that's my campaign. One. By the that's way, my campaign from now on. <laughs> I did. I did get to see your your commercial that you made on YouTube for Terra Arma, and I gotta say, oh, yeah. it's very very funny. If you guys are in the military, you need to go see this commercial. It had me crack it up. I'm not just saying that. I went to their commercial just to see, like, just getting more information on the show, and I found myself laughing my ass off. It was a great commercial. Uh, you guys need to do more of those things. Fun of everybody. Yeah, good. So we're going to talk about Mission Volant, and you are the president. This is a nonprofit organization. This is something for everybody that's listening. If you're a veteran, if you know a veteran, this is very important that you guys listen up because what Mission Volant is about, what they've been doing to help change the lives of wounded warriors, it's something that is huge, and it's something that's very important to me. I know it's obviously important to Christian. He's the president of the damn uh, organization. So... Give us a brief on Mission Volant. I know about it. I want you to tell us from your perspective what this organization is and what it what, what are you guys doing? So we are a California-based 501c3 nonprofit, and we use veteran adventure therapy to help transform the lives of wounded veterans and underserved in the U.S. So we're not necessarily um, focused on just wounded veterans. Um, that is uh, kind of our bread and butter, but we also expand into... Um, uh, just veterans as well so we're really trying to expand our market and open uh, our programs up to more more people across the board so we do we use uh, aerial based sports interest sports like skydiving paragliding and piloting lessons to help uh, introduce them to new outlets and challenges really give them something to focus on especially uh, you know a lot of these guys end up they can't work this really uh, puts them uh, you know they lose purpose is what it is they lose something to focus on at the end of the week if they're um, a lot of these guys don't have much to do on the on the weekends, um, and we're really trying to provide a new outlet, um, introduce them to new communities and challenges, things to overcome, things to continually get better at, that kind of match the adrenaline with uh, uh, jobs that they may have been in in the military. You, know, you take like an infantryman or a special operator, step on an IED, they're, now they've lost a leg, they went from operating at the complete peak performance uh, and just stopped. And a lot of these guys struggle with that. So introducing them to, uh, you know, things that induce dopamine, huge dopamine dumps at the same time, jumping out of airplanes, uh, and trying to get better at that, uh, really difficult, which is good. 
uh, you know, a lot of these guys thrive in challenging environments that, um, you know, help, <laughs> help make them feel good at the same time without being drugs and alcohol or self-deprecating behavior. Have you guys been doing this for a while? How long has this been around? Uh, and uh, how far spread out? You said it's California, right? California based? Correct. Yeah. So we're based out of California. We're, we're registered here, but we operate all over the U.S. Okay. Um, it started in 2015, 16 timeframe. Uh, Robbie Hill, he's a uh, Marine Corps veteran. He started Mission Blunt. He's been a uh, professional skydiver as well as a, a Marine. Uh, he's been uh, involved in skydiving for 10 or 12 years now. He's wow. an 11-year Marine Corps veteran. So he's been and obviously involved with the military for a long time. So he started it uh, out of uh, basically necessity, you know, seeing how good skydiving was for him and how good it's been for uh, a lot of his Marine Corps buddies at the time. So he started it. Soon after it began, I got involved just as a, uh, a staff volunteer. And eventually I was selected to be in the board of directors as the director of initiatives. Um, I was then voted in as the vice president, and then uh, the year after that, I was, was the president. So, wow, been president for about ten months now. Um, and we've come a long way from what we started. And we, you know, in 2015, 16, uh, the company made twenty five thousand dollars or so. We helped three or four people. The year after that, uh, we doubled, so we made fifty thousand dollars, and we helped five or six people, that kind of thing. Uh, and this last year. Uh, we we cleared over one hundred and sixty thousand uh, dollars, going directly towards um, veteran adventure, veteran adventure therapy. Uh, we helped over twenty people last year get involved with skydiving, paragliding, and piloting lessons. Um, and we maintain one of the highest income to program ratios uh, in the U.S. for veteran-based nonprofits. So we have a ninety-five percent income to program ratio, which really puts us in the uh, I, I want to say the top number one or number two standing based nonprofits. And, and that just basically means the, the amount of funds that you're putting directly to the service, I guess. Correct. Yeah. So we're, we're all peers, um, which obviously frees up a lot of, uh, a lot of funds, uh, compared to a lot of nonprofits. So 95% is our, our ratio, which means that every dollar we receive goes directly to a recipient. Wow. That's awesome. That's very cool. And these folks that are going through this, they're leaving with something forever. I mean, they're leaving with an actual certification. They're learning what they need to get certified or is the whole shebang? Yeah, the, the, up, to, up to the whole shebangs. Okay. So uh, we really take it into an uh, individual consideration with each person. Uh, we really try to focus on the individual and give, uh, provide quality, not necessarily quote. Um, we take what they're able to do or the, what their desire is, and we, we kind of tailor make a, a program for them. So if we have a guy who's uh, lightly injured and who has the ability to continue skydiving and the financial ability to continue doing something like that in the future, uh, absolutely. We're going to help him completely licensed. So we, we, um, we'll do anything from giving them a, a free tandem skydive, or we will pay for their entire uh, accelerated free program into their a license certification to make them a licensed skydiver and up to buying gear or giving them discounted gear as well if they're interested in being a pilot um, uh, you know just a, a local a local flight 
with an instructor to see if they like it or if it's something that they're dead set on doing, we'll pay for their entire certification. Okay. So it's really dependent on the individual, their ability, and and their fini- their financial ability in the future to continue doing these things. You know, recreation costs money, and uh, you know if you're not able to continue doing it in the future, we might you know tailor make a, a program for them outside of these uh, these sports. I always say adrenaline is very expensive in any form. <laughs> However you get it, it's going to cost you. You know, I grew up racing cars. Adrenaline has always been my fix. That's half the reason I joined the military. And I, I'm not to plug my sponsors, but the show sponsors, Warriors on Track. So I just want to mention this because of how closely it ties into Mission Velasco. They do a four-week structured recreational therapy program that revolves around pitting uh, a race team or driving as well. And the one thing I was going to say, though, is they have connected with a brain treatment center. And so they're a little bit different in, in a sense of uh, they're dealing more with TBI, PTS, all that stuff. Um, so do you guys consider things like that as well, like guys who are just going through some time, like just hard times? Or I mean, do you vet, what's the process to basically get registered with you guys or to find out if they would be a good match to, to come join you guys. Just go to the website. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have, we have a website. We're really active. Our, our Instagram is a huge following. And we're involved with a lot of other companies who sponsor us. Strike Force Energy, Blue Alpha Gear, Jasper Keys. I mean, we're, we're a lot of veteran-owned companies as well. So we really try to expand that. If you uh, are wondering if you're going to be a right fit for us, drop us an email. We have an application form on the website. Hey, I would like to be a recipient of Mission Blunt's programs, or I'd like to get involved. Or if you want to volunteer, we have a volunteer form on there as well. If you're, you know, a flight instructor or a professional skydiver or anything like that, you can always volunteer to help out and uh, to train people uh, as well. If you, uh, if you're interested in doing one of these things, you, uh, you know, just reach out and inquire. Basically, the vetting process begins with uh, the DD two fourteen. That's pretty much all we ask for is, hey, uh, give us your proof of service, service. and are you disabled? Yeah. That's that's really all it really comes down to. You'll either go in our queue or if we have openings right then and there, we can help you. Okay, awesome. And if yeah. they can't help you right then and there, um, you have to understand that there's plenty of things out there that are happening. There's a lot of stuff like this going on around the, the country, I think, and you guys are doing a really good thing it's it's hard to take something of that capacity something that's so extreme right extreme sports like jumping off of buildings and jumping out of planes well the program i don't think you're jumping off of buildings but i mean you guys taking something that's you know so big and a lot of people think like oh, i can never do something like that but you're turning it into an outlet for for a bunch of people who would say i would definitely fucking do that you know and and, and giving that it, it just it makes me feel good to know that there's stuff going on like that. Um, my biggest thing, I guess, would be for anybody that's curious, definitely just check out their website. Make sure if, um, um, and you guys, are you guys, I'm assuming, are always accepting donations for the nonprofit. Uh, you know, if there's anyone yeah, that absolutely. in this episode, maybe they're not a veteran. Maybe they are. They just don't think they would want to go jump out of a plane, but they want to contribute Definitely reach out to Christian. He's a great guy. Uh, he would love to probably answer any questions related to that. I'm just trying to help um, 
promote this as best as I humanly can while we got this this opportunity. So, um, yeah, absolutely. If anyone has questions or, or interest, reach out to uh, at the website or me directly, missionblunt.org. Um, you can always reach me pretty much 24-7. You know, we're all attached to our cell phones. <laughs> it goes right to my pocket. Anybody who's interested in or even donating, we also accept uh, uh, corporate sponsorships, which include things like custom branded skydiving canopies, which get a lot of cool marketing, but it also helps us accomplish our time. Yeah, we will. I'll probably be promoting that throughout because um, I'm forming a lot of relationships with the show, too. Will I be able to see you guys sort of at any different like events? Do you guys do stuff like that where, or like Terra Arma, will you have like booths in the, in the near future anywhere? Um, uh, absolutely. So as far as Terra Arma goes, I travel all over uh, the West Coast to different base exchanges, PXs, MCXs, that kind of thing. So you can sometimes see um, at your local military base, and I'm also getting into a lot of retail right now. So uh, you might see stuff pop up for, uh, you might end up wearing one of my shirts brand favorite printing brand in the future and then mission Volant, we host events year-round we have one end of year event on veterans day every year uh, that's huge it's called the gravity basically we allow people to fundraise for their chance to go and do a tandem skydive for free um, and then all the funds raised from that uh, go directly towards teaching veterans uh, skydiving at the same time can so you it's open to anybody that's not just veterans you can come skydive for free can you repeat what that was called? It just, we've kind of had a lag just because of the Zoom call, but right when you said what that was called, it cut out on me. Yeah, so previously it was called Operation Jump 22, and this year it's Transforming Habitas event, and that'll be here in Northern California. Basically what it is, it's a fundraising event. We put a set mark, uh, usually around bucks. We have people fundraise $350 uh, or more, if they meet that mark, they can come do a tandem skydive with us for free. And all the funds that they raise go directly toward funding a program for a wounded veteran. So I'm going to strap you. I'm going to strap you to the front of me. We're going to jump out of an airplane together. I'm going to do it. That's, yeah, a, that's, yeah. like, I'm, that's why I wanted to get some more info on it because that's something I'm going to be doing for sure. That would be awesome. That will yeah, be so be fun. fun. That will be my I'd first time ever. I'd love to hear you scream on the way out. Ah! Yeah, probably. It's just a natural thing, huh? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's normal. <laughs> yeah. No. Nobody can uh, hear you. It's okay. <laughs> honestly, dude, I don't think I would want to jump with anyone else. Um, you know, you've been on three deployments and had over 200 rescues in, in your time in the military. And so I would say you're the guy to take me out of a plane. And, you know, I have all the confidence in the world in it anyway. And so I'm pumped. I will be reaching out to all of you guys that listen to this show. When that time comes, you all better have 20 bucks ready to cash at me. Um, we're going to go tandem with Christian. Absolutely. And I'll make sure I wear my $40 action camera. It's like a Chinese knockoff of a GoPro. We'll be good. Oh, no, no. We'll have outside video for you, man. We'll oh, have you, got, a you got the whole thing? Okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Christian, man, it's been a great conversation. Honestly, getting to know you and, and being able to become your friend over these the past couple of weeks have been a pleasure. I really look forward to everything that you guys are going to continue to do on your end. Uh, knowing that we only live about an hour away really, really makes me happy. And I just want to yeah, leave the... We need to meet up here soon. <laughs> we will, we will. We'll get a beer soon. <laughs> yeah. I want to basically just leave the floor to you. If you have anything you'd like to say to listeners, uh, I know... 
for most people listening, we always try to influence your, your personal development and things like that. And I, I would say that the highlight of the personal development comes from within what Christian is about and what he's doing and what his missions are and, and the things he's striving to become. So I think we kind of just covered it just by having your presence on the show, but I just want to leave you the floor and then we're going to, we're going to get out of here and wrap this interview up. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote all these notes and didn't even end up touching them, but um, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's been great. Uh, Thank you very much for having me. And uh, yeah, it's been great getting to know you and uh, to develop new friends through this. I will say uh, the one thing that I really wanted to touch on, it's a question, um, kind of a question or a topic that gets brought up a lot. Mm -hmm. And Let's hack it out. We, don't, we got time. Yeah. I don't think people address it in the right way or, or approach things in the right way in this manner. Um, and that's, that's competition uh, amongst entrepreneurs. And that's not necessarily like uh, veteran uh, entrepreneurs, but obviously this, this kind of covers, that's most of the bread and butter of the show is veteran entrepreneur uh, or people interested in getting involved in that. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I want to want to touch on is, you know, other people can be your competition, but you guys can still grow together. So competition drives inspiration. You're going to, you're going to continually grow as a company and as an individual when you're competing against something or somebody else. But at the same time, don't, don't fight them. You need to learn how to work together in a competitive environment and grow together. So if you're trying to start a, a new company or if you're trying an area that somebody else, somebody else is already involved in, don't try to diminish what they're doing or make yourself look better than them. Learn how to grow to develop yourself or your company based on what they're doing and then learn how to uh, interact with these other companies and how to grow together. So I'm, I'm in the clothing business. It's obviously a huge business. Um, and that's something that I had to learn real quick was uh, I shouldn't be fighting these other people. I should be reaching out to them and working together. And I think that's really what sets apart if you're going to be successful or not. If you're able to work together with other uh, organizations and watch them grow and be happy when your your competition is growing because you know that you will in turn try to work harder and develop new things and grow from there, that's going to be success. If you can't stop and alter your, your point of view or your personality to to adapt to that, uh, I, don't, I don't think a lot of people will be uh, successful. So that's, that's my big tip. And that's something that I really wanted to address because I think that's, uh, I think that's how you'll end up being successful is is in that. Well, I completely agree with that. And here's a a big thing for people that are just starting out who might not have gotten to that point yet. Even you might think, oh, well, there's already so many clothing companies in the world. What you just said would help those folks too, to realize that they do, they do have space in that market. Every one of us has space to do whatever we want. There's enough money. There's enough people in the world. Trust that uh, you're going to make your money, but you have to do the right things. And like Christian was saying, that is one of the most essential parts of your success, at least the longevity of your success. You might be successful for a year or two being some asshole to everybody and having a quick, better product, but you're losing all your leadership integrity and you're not going to have a brand behind Mm -hmm. you because everybody's going to hate you. Bottom line. Yeah, that's that's really what it comes down to. I'm not not I'm to say that, that I'm, brother. I'm successful. Yeah, I'm not some. Yeah, I, I don't consider myself successful in this business, but that's what I I see that a lot in budding businesses or or people just going head to head with everyone, and it's it's good. It's gonna 
That's essential to create your success, to get your success. You might not be healthy, but integrity at the same time. Yeah. That was a good way to end the show, man. I'm really glad you brought that up. For everybody out there, it doesn't have to be a business either. If you're thinking about starting a veteran podcast, you should consider me your best fucking friend, not your enemy, because all the things I could teach you really quick would save you years. Uh, And I would love to, because that's the mentality I have. we're, We're a team. We support each other in business and in anything and competition is real we're all competitive but you don't have to be an asshole bottom line (laughs) competition is fun don't be an asshole that's what we're going to call episode 16 i like that yeah let's do it (laughs) let's do it yeah that's good uh for everybody out there thank you so much for listening to what christian and i had to talk about we're probably going to have like I've said with everybody before, we're going to have multiple episodes together, I'm sure. At least another one where it's going to be live when we're hanging out. We'll have more in-depth topics yeah. to talk about. So we're running back, but I, I'm glad that we are able to get you on and introduce you to the community. Uh, I look forward to seeing you. Um, I, what I'm really excited for is for you to be at like a, a show with one of your booths or someone coming into Mission Volant and telling telling you like oh yeah i heard you on veteran growth podcast like one of those moments is happening soon and it's like i can't wait for it i'm, I'm wondering which guest is gonna hit me up I look forward like, to it. someone just said they heard her like that's the moment so it's coming let but... you know the moment that it happens i will let you know i know it's gonna I'm be a celebration you know. that'll be probably the moment we have a beer <laughs> anyway we made right? it we yeah made right it. like we did that for everybody listening thank you guys so much if you guys know any veterans who might seek, you know, something like this or might take interest in something like this, please don't hesitate to share what we've got going. Um, Put it out there, share the show, share their websites, whatever you want to do. And Christian, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, brother. Uh, We will be talking right after this recording. Uh, But for, for now, thank you guys for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the Veteran Growth Podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. 